Welcome to the Wildflowers and Weeds, In the Weeds, our new podcast. In the show, we're going to explore the personal and dig deeper with some of our favorite artists about the creative process and what goes into their songwriting, storytelling, and art. And we'll have a front row seat to strip down music sessions with the artist. Our first episode is with Rose Gerber. Rose Gerber has been a fixture in the Portland, Oregon music scene, where she's honed her signature sound of rock meets country. She can also be heard with the Americana trio, Yellowbirds. This episode was originally broadcast live from the X-Ray FM studios in Portland, Oregon, as part of the Wildflowers and Weeds weekly radio show in September of 2023. Wildflowers and Weeds is hosted by me, DJ Lazy Bones, and is produced by Chase Bross. Please enjoy this interview and studio performance by Rose Gerber. I'm DJ Lazy Bones, and today we have a special guest, Portland's very own Rose Gerber. Hi. Hello. I'm so excited to have you here. I'm so excited to be here. So I wanted to start out. We have some exciting things coming up, which we'll get to. You have an EP coming out and a few shows. But I wanted to kind of start with a little intro about you, how long you've been making music or how you got into music, anything like that. Sure. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm from New England um, and uh, I would say in my late, late teens, 18, 19 years old, uh, I had a lot of musician friends around, um, and one was kind of an older songwriter uh, who got me kind of coming out with her to shows and, and encouraging me to write songs, and um, just started doing it and getting out there and, and uh, getting my own gigs and playing out in pubs and coffee houses, and um, like started getting into a few little festivals here and there, and just kind of um, been playing music ever since, really. So. Coming from New England, I know we talked a little bit about your area, which is similar vibes to Portland. I mean, yeah, where I grew up in Vermont, uh, definitely there's like I'd say Vermont's like a kind of like a smaller version of Oregon. It's not on the coast, but it's got a lot of mountains. It's got kind of some cities with some artsy hippie vibes, and yeah. and uh, maybe a little less on the hipster side. And then it's got a lot of kind of you know more rural like get your kind of red crust with your nougaty blue centers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think that's like, it's funny how coasts are like that. And we live like out in the farmland mm. of like, we're in Portland, you know, but unincorporated Washington County. So it's like, to me, where I grew up was similar, like Tucson is a college town and then the outskirts are farms. Yeah. So it kind of feels you got both of those worlds. Mm-hmm. And it's good inspiration, especially for, like, this type of music, like Americana country. Yeah. And I don't know. It feeds the soul. But I think I would like to know how you got to Portland. Well, I got here through – all my friends used to tell me, you belong in Portland. Like, I had never been, but they said I was going to fit right in, that it was my people. Um, and so when I – was time to apply to grad school. I applied to Portland State. Um, never visited, never went to Oregon, got in and decided to move sight unseen. To oh my Oregon. gosh, that's so bold. <laughs> yeah, yeah, bold is one way to put it. <laughs> um, and I, uh, so I drove out here with a friend, um, like funny side story. I had a, my friends kind of threw me a little going away party and um, I actually didn't really like appreciate country music a whole lot prior to moving out to Portland um, at that going away party someone walked in the door with a stack like full of burnt burnt cds you know like 
Um, Ready for the road trip. Yeah. And she's like, is Rose here? I got to I got to say goodbye and give her these CDs. And I was like, I'm Rose. She's like, you're not Rose. I was like, no, I'm Rose. <laughs> she's like, oh, my God. I think the going away party for my other friend Rose was the other night. Shoot, I missed it. Oh, my gosh. Another that's so one funny. of her friends was moving across the country. <laughs> so she gave me all the CDs that she had made for her friend. And um, they were all old country music from like the 50s to the 70s. And I like was like, oh, this is good. Like I listened to it the whole way out and I uh, got to Portland kind of with a like a hankering to make more country sound of music. That's so, so funny. Yeah. Um, one of the question, like when I do these other interviews where I have people bring music in, one of the questions is like, what song do you pick to start a road trip with? And what song do you pick to end hmm. one? And I love that, like, even though you didn't know that, you basically answered that question of your own road trip from Vermont to here. Right on. <laughs> That's so cool. Yeah. Um, also, what a great thing to have for the road. Yeah. Yeah. And I love the burnt CD. I love, like, I don't know if you're still like that, but it's still in the leather case of, like, all your CDs that you keep under your seat. It's like That was the time. Yeah, I don't, I think, I, yeah, I still had my CD holder cases yeah. at that point. <laughs> well, I uh, I know you have an EP coming out soon, or, I don't know, is it out already? Officially, it's out tomorrow. Oh, yeah, perfect. Yeah, uh, there's a pre-release today, like a kind of exclusive premiere uh, on Adobe in Tears, which is like a... Um, like a music streaming something. Uh, it's like a music mag okay yeah yeah they focus on like women and queer and bipoc that's like country. amazing yeah and not only that but you're giving us a little taste of that today and it's the ep is called memory someday yeah so yeah people can get that everywhere tomorrow yep um and, and they can have... pre-order it right now on Bandcamp too yeah. yeah that's perfect yeah how exciting. Yeah, that's really exciting. I and you have show you have a big show coming up for that release at Polaris Hall. That's correct. Yeah, this Sunday at uh eight o'clock. And we're gonna be joined like by a couple other great bands that we uh well, I was almost said their Instagram handle. You know how sometimes you refer yeah, yeah, to yeah. uh Wonder Wonderlust is opening up. Um and then uh Red the Parson Redheads is kinda closing out the night and I think Wonderless also is releasing EP and maybe, I don't know about Parson Redheads, but it's going to be a fun, big celebratory night. That's awesome. Yeah. Congratulations. Thanks. And I know, uh, I don't know if there's anything you want to say about Memories Someday, but you're going to be playing that song for us. Yeah, like how it came to be, yeah. the song. Yeah. I, um, I've really, ever since I was a kid, I had really like vivid dreams or, like, you know, I've always been really into my dreams, like kind of the meaning of them, et cetera. And um, I had a dream uh, prior to writing the song where I was in a really cool house, like I was house sitting <laughs> in like a gorgeous mountain house in the in the fir trees. And um, I was exploring it and I went into the bathroom, which was like overlooking this like few mile view of the forest. And I was just like, this is the best bathroom ever. And then I started noticing through this giant like picture window that there was a fire out in the woods and it was actually like creeping up on the house like fast and I realized I was going to be surrounded and uh, had to get out to survive essentially yeah. so um, I ran through the house and I I was like I gotta get my guitar and so rather than directly run out and save my life um, I grabbed my guitar I, I don't think I got out of the like I didn't, I didn't I woke up before I got out of that situation so I, you know but you always um, are left wondering like how did that end <laughs> but also like I mean 
as a kid, I had fears of fire and I would have all my stuffed animals and I had a preparation plan. And my mom thought I was so silly because the first thing I wanted to take were my stuffed animals. You had like, priorities. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You saved the children, women and stuffed animals first. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so, I mean, like the guitar would be yeah, your comfort, really. Yeah, it got me meditating like a little bit. The dream got me just like, because it was very jarring, the whole experience in the dream um, that I maybe like kind of like maybe for me music is is the thing I value most you know on top of um beyond just my guitar the guitar is lovely <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah but um but but I mean it's what you create with it yeah yeah or what you bring to the world even yeah it's like I know you've played in bands for a while and you've been doing this a while and it is like your music's so beautiful and you bring a lot to like any listener and their stories you've got like travel in there you've got a lot of like visual things that come when you're listening to it mm, thanks yeah so I feel like yeah I feel like that's a interesting interpretation and interesting dream to have plus it's something that's like very real for Oregonians yeah. or like anybody in general now you yeah. know it was definitely during the time when we were all trapped inside with COVID and it, and the fires were happening. The, I'm pretty... the air was like thick outside. Yeah. yeah. That was... I've never experienced anything like that. And I thought this is the end. It felt like the end for sure. So like, yeah. and you're kind of like being trapped in the house with yourself. And like, that's either a great thing or not a great thing, depending on your perspective. But like a lot of musicians were putting out a lot of music or writing a lot because you were in that situation and like you're trapped with yourself and what else is there to do? Yeah. So yeah, I'm glad you put it into a form, yeah. an art form. Yeah, that that's um, it is like a dreams are a good muse for sure. Are you when are you interested in playing that right now? Sure, I'd be happy to. Yeah, that's um, got my capo on there. Here we go. Rivers dry, the golden rods blowing, the creeping of waning sunlight. Dream and night of wildfires growing and moving too fast to take flight. Waiting. 
was memory someday beautiful thank you thank you it sounds so good oh good good i'm so excited <laughs> about this whole interview because it just sounds great and i'm excited to have you here so what were your first thoughts when you came into portland <laughs> we got lost real fast it's a hard city to navigate <laughs> and this was pre like google maps on our smartphones and it's not a grid like on the east coast <laughs> no we, i actually came in uh through the gorge which was beautiful um but we came into town like right on 84 like you know under a lot of uh like you know just build out you know and it just was i was like oh okay it's not uh, it, it, there's more to it i'm sure you know like, yeah yeah so at first i was a little thrown i was like is this what the city is felt kind of kind of industrial you know but then as I lived here longer and got to know the neighborhoods like I I almost appreciated the kind of industrial side of it too a little bit there's like a grittiness to Portland that I've always uh I've learned to appreciate yeah yeah I feel like the city itself like the industrialism but there's so much nature like embedded within yeah and you have like moss growing places you know like things like that that yeah, I have friends on the East Coast who are like, how can you live in that rain all year? Don't you want to kill yourself? <laughs> you know, I like, know. And I'm like, no, because like I, I grew up in wintertime with heavy winters, but like you <clears throat> you don't see green for like more than four or five months of the year. Yeah. And here you see green. green. Even You might even see a rose blooming in February. Yeah. And to me, that's I, like real soul sustaining through the darker stuff. I'd almost rather the rain and some green, you know. I think that that's what people misunderstand, too, about Portland. They all say that, like, especially coming from, like, the desert. But, like, we right. don't have green at all there. <laughs> like, true, yeah. it's sage and it's brown, you know. Mm. And everybody's like, how do you deal with rain for that long? And I'm like, the winters are mild. Like, Arizona gets freezing at night mm. during the winter and you know like it might be 70 during the day in December but at night it's like 30 and it's like a I don't know here it's like what 40 degrees all winter and it's rainy but when the trees lose leaves then they grow moss everywhere and it's just a green tree and it's moss is so cool like <laughs> I know we were at like a hardware store and I saw like moss killer and I was like, that's so funny because I'm like, how do I grow it? Where are the seeds? <laughs> yeah. But it's, I don't know, it's enchanting. It's almost like, I don't know. You're right. The nature and the industrialism like kind of hold hands. And I think like the grittiness is probably pretty inspirational. A lot of your songs are about travel or like 
you know. Yeah, I'd say, yeah, a lot of them are about travel. I've spent a lot of times like in transit or on the road and yeah. playing music. I tend to write songs when I'm in my car on the road. Yeah, and like yeah. I, I feel like that whole like is so what country music is based off of, you know, that like storytelling. Yeah, yeah. And I really appreciate that like tie back to like that classic feel. Right on. Thanks. Yeah. Now, your next song, Captain, that you're going to play for mm. us, is there anything that you'd like us to know about like that songwriting process? Yeah, I, um, I wrote this pretty recently. My, my stepmom passed. She, she had dementia um, for a few years leading up to her passing. This past, she left us this past February. And um, I'd talk with her on the phone. She was in the East Coast. Uh, and it was always hard to know what was her and her dementia talking, but yeah. uh, she would um, start sharing memories that I never like heard from her uh, as her brain kind of started shifting gears and uh, about her childhood, which I never heard much of. She grew up in Virginia and she, it was almost like she turned into a kid and she was like, you know, the other day I just had this wonderful memory of what I think was the best day of my life. And she told me the story of the summer camp she used to work in and um, where she would go to these dances in this kind of hall at night when all the staff would like gather and there was a band that would play and she'd walk in the room and the band would start playing for her. And oh, it was like this kind of special moment for her. Um, so, yeah. Dementia is weird like that. There's like this bittersweet part about it where you might have never known those things. I had a lot of those moments too with my dad and they were like very insightful because my dad was like a quiet type who never shared his like traumas or griefs through childhood into adulthood. And you know, they open up in a different way and you know it's still them inside, although they're, you know, you're losing parts of them from now. Yeah. But it's, so it's like this weird bittersweet ending in a strange way. Yeah. yeah. I love that you wrote a song about that. Yeah, this the that kind of uh, that story I just told kind of got me thinking um, about that that for not just people with dementia, but just the end of life. As you know, my mom's get, my mom she that was my stepmom. My mom's getting older. She's um, you know talks with me about death. You know, just she's like it's weird. I'm gonna die soon. You know, just like having those thoughts about your end of life. Like we're all gonna get there. Um, and so uh, the song is kind of stepping into a few people's shoes including myself uh, yeah that, to thinking about that stage of life yeah. yeah and we were talking a little bit about that earlier where the relatability that we all have that ending yeah and it might be different for all of us but like we can all relate because we were two parts of our worlds being born and dying or like always there yeah yeah we all think about death yeah we, we try not to but we do yeah 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 so this Here. this song's uh it's about, about death <laughs> a little bit. Here I go. Oh, Captain, didn't notice we come this far with the journey. Always ahead, somewhat aimless. Been feeling lost among the waves, wondering what road is. Left to tread, oh, Captain. Mm -hmm. 
It's so quiet I was always lost among the din Now there's no place left to hide With her love gone No more fights left to win I'm alone with what's inside Oh, Captain Captain Sometimes memories just come flooding in Mostly good days I was blessed to live like my 18th summer When the band played me on stage Those were the good old days Watching the sun sink Trying not to count the times left to see it Close the day After I'm gone What will be left of me? Will I blink out? Fade away Sometimes memories just come flooding in Mostly good days that I was blessed to live Like my 18th summer when the band played me on stage That was so good. Thank you. The story behind it is like so moving and it's it's interesting when you have your reference to like the sun going down. Like I often feel that like if I'm having a bad health day and I can't get out of bed, mm. I feel like this sadness that I've missed the sun going down, mm, you know, like because mm. I'm like you never know. Yeah. That's like how you measure your time, your day, yeah. your life. Yeah. I get that. It yeah, that mm. reference was I was almost in tears and I was <laughs> not ready for that. There should have been a warning. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Trigger warning. <laughs> it was so good. The like this whole EP with the songs that are coming out, like is there anyone that you love to play live more or have you played them live yet? Yeah, I've played all of them live a lot with my band. Um and solo as well so I guess it depends the answer to that question depends on solo versus band um, yeah that's true I like playing um there's just this like really lovely juicy guitar solo in memory someday that my bandmate does and uh so I really like just hitting that song it's got a great groove um 
and I'd say uh, so memory someday for sure with the band and then um, there is uh, a song um, called well I guess I guess the one I like play most acoustic would be Shake Loose because it's it's just uh, it's really meant for acoustic I wrote it more more for my like me and my guitar but yeah that's great yeah there's like uh You've got a ton of shows coming up in October, so specifically. Yeah, yeah, I do have a few coming up. And they're all in like great venues for the sound. I'm so. Have you played in? I've have you played in most of those places already? Uh, so like um, you mean like a landmark saloon, Old yeah. Street Pub? Yeah, I'd say those are pretty like familiar haunts. Um, ever since I moved to Portland, like frequented uh some of those spots um they're just such we're so lucky in portland to have these like small to mid-sized venues that like support the local music culture and, and like um are so open to booking local acts and trying to pay them when they can you know yeah so um yes short short answer yes the intimacy of like a lot of those places too like the you know like whenever you're whenever i'm at shows i feel like it's like this type of vibe, you know? Yeah, yeah. Being in Phoenix, the venues are huge. Oh, so okay. like those smaller places that you can see people yeah. are so exciting because like you feel like you're one-on-one. Yeah, Portland's, you know, uh, um, has an embarrassment of riches when it comes to places to see music, musicians to see like a friend of, uh, or another musician I know recently just made a a playlist on Spotify called uh, right in our own backyard or right in our backyard of all Oregon musicians who put stuff out. And it's, it's like, it really is crazy how, you know, many um, prolific and talented songwriters and musicians there are in this town. It's like, you can't throw a rock without hitting one. Yeah. We were talking a little bit about that earlier where you could be like standing in line or anywhere and just start talking to somebody. Well, I just start talking to somebody. I talk to everybody. <laughs> It's probably something that everyone makes fun of me for. But, you know, like you could be having this full conversation, then you find out they're like, you know, a musician who is you've seen or have heard on the radio, especially like on X-Ray, where you can tune in at any time and you hear like Portland people. You're like, this comes out of our town. Like, and there's so much here that's like inspirational and you like feeds your creativity. It's hard to not want to create things. Yeah. Whether it's like me, two dimensional, or you, like audio, you yeah. know, like it's a town full of creators. Yeah, it's so cool. Sure. Everywhere is like artsy. Even the graffiti is, you know, like <laughs> pretty top notch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's top notch. <laughs> I know. I whenever people, my brother from Alabama, he's like from a small town, and when they came to visit, they were just like blown away. I'm like, do you want to get out anywhere? They're like, no, just keep driving us <laughs> around. Like, tell us more, you know. So this next song you're playing, Big Blue Sky, mm. is there any uh, story behind that? Yeah, I um, I wrote this one. So I play with a trio called Yellow Birds, a couple other lady songwriters, lady songwriters. And um, we do harmonies and stuff. And um, I write a few of the, like I write a good deal of the songs for that group. And um, but I make them help me by sending me prompts. And uh, I love my, that. Yeah. My friend texted me um, a few words uh, and uh, she was going through like a, a divorce at the time. And I think uh, her, her prompts were kind of reflective of where she was at in life. Um, and uh, and I started thinking, too, about she 
Sorry, she she may be she may not want me to share this much about her, but she used to have a fear of flying, and she like worked real hard to get over it, like joined a program to fly and get through the fear and stuff. And so, um, part of the uh, kind of analogy uh, metaphors in the song are around both getting over your fear of flying, but also leaving a toxic relationship. At like kind of the crossover there. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, it's called Big Blue Sky. I'm tired and I'm numb I got nothing left to give to you, honey Loving should feel easy At least most of the time we're together Maybe we had something Before we had to dig in the ground But the sparkle and the shine Get harder to find as we go down And I can make something out of nothing Blood from the stone runs dry every time And I dreamt the storm was finally over Nothing could get between me and that big blue sky You say that I've changed But that's a sign of learning from living Not tell it to you plain But you just twist the words the way you like them That little crack light Growing like the doubt in my mind No longer scared to fly I've no reason to keep my feet planted And I can make something Out of nothing Blood from the stone runs dry Every time Nothing could get between me and that big blue sky Shouldn't be lonely With you standing right here by my side Wishing if only it could all be black and white And I can make something out of nothing Blood from the stone runs dry every time And I dreamt the storm was Between me and that big
big blue sky that big blue sky that big blue sky that big blue sky If you're just tuning in, that was Rose Gerber with Big Blue Sky. I'm DJ Lazy Bones, and this is Wildflower and Weeds on X-Ray FM. We are joined by Rose Gerber in the flesh, and this is a little in-studio session and interview. So I know it's middle of the hour, so I figured I'd let Portland know if they're just tuning in. And you can catch Rose at Polaris Hall this sunday with the parsons and redheads big show ep release party well you don't get to party as much because you have to perform but i might wait till after i perform but yeah yeah yeah, there'll be some there'll be some party that's super exciting this uh little preview i feel really special that i get it live i feel equally as as blessed thank you for having me and this is a lot of fun and now you're going to be playing Time Away next. And is there like a story behind that? You're a great storyteller. So the songs are great for people to pick up and like take where they need to take it. And I love that about each song. Like the story behind them is great. And then every listener has their own interpretation of how it fits into their life. Yeah. I've, I've always liked that about songs. Me too. Yeah. Um, like the the universal you know butcher yeah. that word universality um <laughs> that's what i would do too like you know i'll just throw in another u word there yeah, umbrella the i extra don't know syllables will work um and just yeah i think it's um it doesn't matter how much you tell someone what the song's about like i yeah. almost don't sometimes i hesitate to tell folks because yeah. i think it was um REM like Michael Stipes didn't want to put lyrics in the liners because he didn't want people to like he wanted them to put their own kind yeah. of meaning into the songs um uh, yeah I don't know maybe that uh, that might be a myth but <laughs> I think that I like that that idea yeah me too and I think like the well during like COVID how this show kind of started was we were on these like long road trip or we would take like 13 hour drives through Just Oregon. Just to get out of the house. Yeah. yeah. And we would bring all these like new release CDs that people were sending into X-Ray because nobody was in the office. And so Chase would come by and it would be like a pile, you know, because mm-hmm. everybody was putting out a ton of music and yeah. they get sent virtually too. So we took the CDs and we would listen to them. And honestly, it's like the only thing that kept me like grounded because I have health issues so it was like 10 times scary I don't know it was probably scary for everybody but yeah I get that yeah. I felt like maybe it was scarier for me you know in comparison to the people I was communicating with of like I don't know feeling alone also and you feel even more far away because I didn't know when it would end for me you know yeah and so like the more music that was coming out and listening to them and applying them to like grieving really because you were grieving like chunk of life that you missed absolutely yeah so now the next song you're playing has some deserty hints into it and that i'm really excited to for you to play that just because it reminds me of home but um is there anything you would like to share about time away yeah it's i wrote it about a friend like a good friend that i've known since high school um where you know 
things went went south for him in life in a kind of abrupt way and kind of forced us to kind of take a break from each other and you know similar to like a brother you know a friend who's like a brother and I this song is kind of me just talking to him because I can't talk to him um kind of expressing the regret of having to not be in touch and also the hope that maybe we will be someday yeah there's that self-preservation that has to come in sometimes where yeah it's we used to be bandmates and make music together and sing together and um and I kind of I hope I can sing this song for him someday you know yeah 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 or somewhere he's listening and Oh, yeah, he's in. He's on the other side of the country. <laughs> I guess there he could be. There's a chance. Yeah. Uh, do, you, do you like me to give it yeah. a spin? Here we go. Long young Kirk Singing me songs that had my name King of your one-horse town Letting the girls chase you around Knowing you'd only let them down Plenty of tears in a broken home Walling up all of it stone by stone No one left to blame Only the bottle that called your name I love you But I don't love the game That we play the Mason-Dixon line to leave the ash and smoke behind that it's lonely there in Raleigh town with only ghosts chasing you around I love you but I don't love the game that we play Will we 
long embrace of a good old friend A joke, a smile, a drink or two Let the bygones pass on through I love you But I don't love the game That we play out Pretend we're okay Need a little time away Need a little time That was Time Away by Rose Gerber. So we actually had a texter text in, and they wanted to know who's your favorite songwriter or someone who's inspired you, like, deeply. Oh, that's so nice. Thanks for asking that question. Um, gosh, oh, it's like it's like picking your favorite food or something. It's uh, That's right. tricky, but I like, um, I guess, like, I'll go with kind of what, whatever pops into my head maybe first um oh, I'm old so I have so many <laughs> there's like so many epochs Years. of music yeah um you know uh, I'll name like maybe three real quick um for sure like um Paul Simon I grew up on a lot of Paul Simon um and then like later on um like Ryan Adams and Patty Griffin I'll call uh, David Gray I'm gonna throw him in there too. there's yeah, like yeah. like um people who I think words like they're writing they're they're the beyond the sound of the song like the the writing always um I'm a words person and I always like hearing um like you said like stories like people's um word choices people the way people wove together emotion in the way that they kind of condensed it into like a sound you know yeah. it's um yeah all right the stuff that like the songwriting that kind of gets you right in your gut hole <laughs> yeah 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 I feel like that with Paul Simon for like I would list him as one of like my top people nice the that is that like the lyrics the stories it all added together and it's like how do you guys even how did you formulate this like with you and songwriting it's like I mean I'm in awe of any songwriter because of that I'm like I don't know how people can envision something and make it music <laughs> I mean yeah I will take some of the sexiness out of it I, I do think <laughs> half of it's like stealing and begging and borrowing because you hear like because of those influences yeah. right like you know there's like a they chord imprint. structure and like you can only do so many chords without sounding weird in a song and and there's some themes and like I guess so some of it's like the, like a foundation to build on you know when you're songwriting yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, not to dismiss it as a as an art or a craft. You yeah, know, but um, I but, mean, even formulating the songs that have imprinted you over time into a new song is impressive. And like, it, when I was in art school, we had to take class about you know stealing art, <laughs> <laughs> plagiarism. Yeah, and it's yeah. like you know the first case of that type of thing where the judge was like, well, it's. 10% different so it's yours now and really everything has been done yeah like at this point in humanity like in art mm -hmm. 
-hmm. everything has been done. And it's like, what do you do with that? And how do you change it? Or mesh or or maybe you copy it really well and people like it because you copy it really well yeah yeah yeah. and I'm I think there's beauty to that too and I feel like you know it's Andy Warhol just made Kansas soup but like that was such a big moment in history and we still talk about it or the Brillo boxes you know and he was selling them for 20 bucks or 10 bucks a box you know off the streets and like people have those now and they're worth like a million dollars and it's just a Brillo box but it holds so many things and and in people's life it holds a lot of things like it might have been a coffee table at one point or it might have like a coffee stain on it from somebody who just set their coffee you know what I mean like there's just a lot of story behind each thing and over time like things change yeah so I think that was a great question and appreciated yeah, yeah. a texter texting in. Very much appreciated. They also gave me a tip about moss. Oh, okay. <laughs> and moss killers and killing roots. So it's like, okay. <laughs> we got I all. I got a twofer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that, that, was a, that was a question that I would have asked too about like songs that have really impacted you over the your early years or lately. Mm. And you kind of answered that with like your mixed CDs that you got for the road. Yeah. <laughs> for the wrong rose. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That's so funny. Um, this next song is about Miles, which is, you know, yeah. ties in here. The last Miles. And what's your, uh, what was the process behind that song? Or I was, I was on the road for a few gigs and I was driving out in the desert by Yakima. Um, and, uh, I, well, I don't know if it's just because I'm on the road. I see a lot of truckers. I know that's pretty cliche when you're writing country songs about truckers, but um, this vision of like this older dude who's driving a truck who's estranged from his daughter, and, like this whole story started evolving in my head after I literally drove over this little, this little one of those little green signs just on the side of the highway just said Burbank Creek, like you're crossing over a little creek, you know? So I, I was like crossing over burb i started like riffing on the idea of like i was in yakima you'll you'll hear it in the lyrics um but uh wanted to tell the story of this guy of his like estrangement his regrets and um just kind of knowing he was probably gonna be driving a truck for the rest of his life and maybe alone (laughs) you know sorry it sounds really depressing when i say it out loud i think that's such a different take on the old trucker songs like i've As a kid, we had a like a we would drive to Alabama from Tucson, like on the I ten. So you see, like so much different stuff, and we would always get like CDs and tapes from whatever convenience store we could pull them from. You know, top ten country. Yeah, and it was like trucker. It was oh, an nice. album of classic country about trucker <laughs> songs, awesome. and some of them were about like haunted, you know, like ghosts. Because a lot of time, I'm sure they see weird things on the road. And in the desert, there's a lot of weird native myths, you know, and stuff like that. But this take is totally different. You know, the story behind the trucker isn't usually told. It's about, like, what they're seeing or being Just being a badass trucker. Yeah. (laughs) So it's definitely, like... Yeah, this is a this is a cool take. Right on, thank you. Yeah, all right, I'll get, I'll give it. I'll play it for you. <clears throat> Crossing over Burbank Creek, 
Heading out from Yakima Clearing out my head to think About nothing at all The radio's company I guess the Kenworth's home Most of my time is thinking how I left you all alone But it never feels right to call Got nothing to talk about did the best with what I had Giving the down and out I suppose the time has passed For us to make amends If I could, I'd share with you All of my regrets This is not how I thought it'd go Spending these last miles all alone Forgive me and Marie This is all I know how to be I'm as dry as the desert plain Touched a drop of rain. Sometimes tears will fall down my face before I know I'm crying. There's a letter that I might send before I check out, telling you all the things. That I never could spit out For now I've got to make ends meet Keep wood on the fire Too damn old to care that much Too young to retire This is not how I thought it'd go Spending these last miles all alone Please forgive This is all I know how to be This is not how I thought it'd go Spending these last miles all alone Please forgive me, hey Marie This is all I know how to be That was Last Miles from Rose Gerber. If you're tuning in, this is Wildflower and Weeds. We have a couple more minutes, and um, we have one more song. So, you know, it'll be perfect timing. Excellent. Yeah. So this next song is Another Heartache, and I wanted to know a little bit about that heartache. <laughs> sure. <laughs> um, I uh, you know, kind of grew up in a family that... I, for lack of a better words, pretty dysfunctional, you know, our siblings kind of scattered to the wind and didn't stay in touch. Um, and my relationship with my sister has just always been a hard and distant one since we were kids uh, for various reasons. And I always wanted to be close to her, but, you know, she's not the kind of person that just uh, wants that closeness. So um, this song is kind of, I, I tend to write the songs like I, 
in lieu of being able to talk to the person about the things I'm feeling. <laughs> That's much appreciated because it's very relatable. <laughs> you know, like we all have that person we want to talk to and yeah as, as music's kind of like a safe space <laughs> it doesn't come out right or something if you say it so sometimes if there's a song yeah 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 I think um yeah like I, I often say like writing songs kind of just my own little version of therapy yeah you know, kind of process stuff I can't process with people that don't want to process it with me <laughs> right this is uh another heartache all right here we go Oh, the party's gone home and you're left on your own To stare out at the cold, empty space Living the memories again and again All the feelings you cannot escape Is it really still too soon? Just blame it on the backstory it's so handy for leaning on It's easier to live with the ghosts of all that have done you wrong. Another heartache to hold you back. Another heartache that you have yet to let go. Time has moved on and the world's coming gone, but you're playing the part just the same. I could have loved you if given the chance It's really just such a damn shame That you see me that way Just blame it on the backstory It's so handy for leaning on It's easier to live with the ghosts Of all that have done you wrong Just prove that you're still alive Isn't it lonely Pushing your love off to the side Just blame it on the backstory was Rose Gerber and Another Heartache. And I wanted to thank you for coming in. Thank you so much for having me. This has been delightful. Yeah, it's been a pleasure. I'm so excited that I could have like a preview of your show. I know if uh, you weren't listening, I hope everybody was, but Rose will be playing at Polaris Hall on October 1st. That's this Sunday for her EP release of Memory Someday. And she'll be out at Trout Lake Hall, Dusty Trails, 
on October 14th, if you don't catch that one, or Banana Pitch at Alberta Street Pub on 1016. So, and Landmark Saloon on 1020. So, if you don't catch her at the beginning of October, you have a full fall of, for full October, which is like one of the best months here. It's a good month. So, um, yeah. And you can get her music everywhere. And you can pre-order it today on Bandcamp. That's right. Memory so, someday. Exciting. And that's Rose Gerber. Thank you so much. Thank you. I really appreciate it. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast to catch all upcoming episodes. New episodes drop every other Tuesday. In two weeks, we'll have on singer-songwriter Margot Silker. Thanks for listening to Wildflowers and Weeds in the Weeds.